Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. Happy New Year from all of us here at the Decibel Geek Podcast to all the rock and rollers all over the world. Right here today, we're doing some cool stuff. We're going to take a look back at 2013. And as you know, right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast, you've got two hosts, myself, Aaron Camaro, as always, joined by Chris Sinzak. Happy New Year, man. Same to you, and we're listening to probably one of the best albums released this year also. I agree. Michael Monroe's Horns and Halos. This is uh, this was one of our writer Andy LaFon's top picks for the year. Heck yeah, we're going to take a look at the top picks from all the writers at www.decibelgeek.com, as well as our own top five picks from 2013. So We've got a lot of work to do today, so I guess we get right to it. And who is our Geek of the Week? Geek of the Week is a host of another podcast, and one that's close friends with us, a guy named Scott Thompson, who's with Focus on Metal. And right on. Uh, the reason I picked him is he posted a funny picture on the Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash decibelgeek. <laughs> say, this uh, thing's become infamous because of us, I it think. It has. He says, so I'm digging through my vinyl this morning to see if I have a certain 12-inch Iron Maiden single, and I stumble onto this. And the this that he's talking about is the Iron Eagle vinyl version of the soundtrack. <laughs> so, which the, for some reason we're totally we're notorious with this soundtrack now. Yeah, it's just become kind of a running joke, you know. Yeah. I think anytime somebody sees that, they got to think, "Oh yeah, Decibel Geek Podcast." Well, and, and we had we had a, a listener, I think from Kentucky, send us a, a copy of it on vinyl. Right. And I told him, I said, you know, I'm gonna me and my wife are trying to buy a house in the next year. And I said, when we get that house built and we get a little studio space set up, it's going to be framed and hung on the wall. Hell yeah. Because that was one of the coolest things we've ever gotten. That album's become like our mascot. It has. <laughs> yeah. And if you want some good comedy relief for your new year, watch the King Cobra Never Say Die video. From, Heck from yeah. That movie. It's horrible. And uh, also, King Cobra's still alive and well in 2013. Yep. They, they, good uh, stuff. They, they put out a great record this year. Did it make our list, though? We'll, we'll have to see. Well, we'll see. So we're going to go through our list and play some of the songs that we like the best from this year. And also throughout the show, we'll mention our writers and their picks for the year because there's so many good things that were released this year. And uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, that was Andy LaFon's top album of the year. And his top five was Striper No More Hell to Pay, yeah. Motorhead Aftershock, Heck yeah. Saxon Sacrifice, nice. Udio Steelhammer, and then, of course, Michael Monroe. So uh, interesting good top picks. five there. Yeah, good yeah. picks. 
I, I agree totally with Andy on those picks. All of them are really good. And as a matter of fact, you know, we're kind of out of order here, but uh, my number three pick for the year was also Striper, No More Hell to Pay. And, you know, if you would have told me last year at this time that I, Striper would be my number three pick album of the year, you said you were crazy. I'd have said you're crazy. You know, no way, you know. But, yeah, man, it's it's so good. It's, in my opinion, the best Striper album I've ever heard. I take credit for turning you on to this one because I'm the one who brought in the Revelation track. That you were yeah. Like, wow, that's yeah. really good I mean, for Striper. There's some really good songs on that. And, you know, Michael Sweet, i got to give him credit. You know, he's, he's a great songwriter. His vocals are awesome. Yeah. And he's found a way on this album, you know, and, and not to put it down or anything, but, you know, Christian metal, Christian rock sometimes comes across as a little cheesy you know and he's found a way to write these songs in that genre and it's just awesome you know it's not cheesy at all and the band i mean robert sweet tim Gaines, and oz fox man those guys bring it on this one they bring it some great riffs on this heck yeah highly recommended here's a taste of it from 2013's brand new no more hell to pay it's striper with marching into battle
Yeah. Man. Uh, wow. You know he still wears spandex if he's doing that. <laughs> Jeez. Awesome album, man. a guy man. his age awesome. still hitting notes like that. That's insane. I, and the band is tighter than ever. And and the production on it is great. Yeah. Easily one of the best albums of 2013. Truly, yeah. It's it's amazing. Those guys have held up better than a lot of their contemporaries. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, it's amazing. They get better, it seems. you know. Like I said, this is the best Striper album I've ever heard, yeah. in my opinion. I don't know. Soldiers Under Command is pretty good, too. Yeah, so you're right. They're all close. All right, we got more top album picks from our writers over at www.decibelgeek.com where you can find all kinds of cool articles and, you know, immerse yourself in the rockin' world that is the Decibel Geek. Uh, top album picks from our main man, The Loose Cannon. He picks uh, Volbeat, Outlaw Gentleman, and Shady Ladies. Good album. Yeah. Uh, Boba Flex, Charlatan's Web, Heaven's Basement, Filthy Empire, and he says that's all. Well, maybe Alice in Chains if it was an EP. He's kind of hard to please. Yeah, well, you know, half of that album is pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the, uh, and then the Charlatan's Web almost made my list because we played some stuff off of that earlier this year. See, and I can t- turn around and put it back on you that I turned you on to Boba Flex. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, that was from the cutout bin. That's right. So, um, but yeah, I agree with Devin on this, and I, uh, I, he turned me on to the Heaven's Basement album earlier this year. He's, he posted that link on our, page and uh, we played the first single i'm electric off of it and uh it got a good response too from me yeah, people it was very cool but uh the whole album is really good these guys are, are pretty intense on some of their songs and this is a this song is no exception so this is heaven's basement from filthy empire with fire fire It's time. 
The pond in I like that, man. That soloing in there is awesome, man. A lot of, a lot of space ace flavor in them solos. Yeah, yeah. yeah the whole you album, can't tell me these guys aren't Kiss fans. The whole album is great, and uh, you guys can purchase everything from uh, yeah. our website. Just go to decibelgeek.com and click on the Amazon link, or in the show notes, you'll have a link for each album. And uh, of course, we always recommend. You know, these some of these bands. You know, here we are in 2013. And, you know, you always talk about, man, music sucks nowadays. But, man, we've been kind of blessed this year with a lot of great music that came out. So, yeah. as always, you know, support these artists because they're out there trying to make a buck as well. You know, they they make the art. We got to buy it, you know, so that they can continue to make their art. And, you know, on the way, help us out, too. Click that link on the website and it takes you right to Amazon and helps us out a little bit, too. Yeah, I, you know, I told Aaron earlier before we started recording that... Uh it's just like if we didn't host this show, a lot of this stuff we never would have even known. Right. So we're kind of, you know, fans turn us on to stuff. And also we're also trying to in turn turn the listeners on to new stuff. So it's just like there is good music out there. You just have to have to dig for it. And we're hopefully, right. hopefully helping you do that. We are the shovels. Right. That's right. <laughs> we're your musical shovel. And we got a lot of help from our writers at www.decibelgeek.com, you know, as well as, you know, the Meister. The Meister's got his top picks, and uh, he picked Crocus, Dirty Dynamite. Remember we played that one yeah. with the dog in the video? The video. I was going to say, uh, you know, if there, I think if there was, we were doing videos of the year, would it be would be, there. yeah, it'd be a tie <laughs> between that one and the Black Spider's Balls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I that's my favorite. Those videos are awesome. Uh, Meister also picked the Killer Dwarfs, start at one. I got to check that one out. I haven't, one. I haven't got to that one yet, but I got to get to it soon. Uh, the Headstones, Love and Fury. He also chose Striper, No More Hell to Pay, and Motorhead Aftershock. Yep. 
And I can't agree with the Meister more because that Motorhead album is awesome. It's their 21st studio album. It uh, peaked at number 22 on the U.S. Billboard. Wizzo on guitar, Mickey D on drums, and the one and only Lemmy playing bass and vocals. And I got to say, man, this is one of the most diverse Motorhead albums I've ever heard. And that's something you typically can't say. Right, because it's usually just straight-ahead rock. Yeah. You know, Not that there's anything wrong with that because no. I love that about Motorhead, that they don't change it up. In this... You know, they've always kind of wore their influences on their sleeves, but I think here they spread it out a little bit more. And here's a great example of that. One song off an album that's just amazing from beginning to finish. This is Motorhead. It's Dust and Glass. stuff from lemmy and motorhead right here on the decibel geek podcast 
I can't recommend that album more, man. It is so good. So good. It's interesting to hear Lemmy in a reflective type mode yeah. of the song. You know? Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's but you know what? It's their 21st studio album. These guys know what they're doing. I just hope he's around a little bit longer because he's had a rough year with his health. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know, And maybe that's why this album's a little more diverse. A little, Some of those songs are like, Lemmy taking it easy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he deserves it. And, you know, it's still great stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, that's an interest. That's a song you would not expect from Go to Amazon now and buy it. Yeah. I'm telling you, get it now. Give Lemmy some more money to spend at the Rainbow. Exactly. So, um, my next pick before we go into the break, um, and I'll just, we're doing this kind of out of order as far as the order of our picks go, because mine were not in any particular order, but the more I think about it, the more I'm pretty well convinced. This is my album of the year. Yeah. And I'm talking about Black Star Riders, All Hell Breaks Loose. Not that you're not biased at all. Well, not at all. Being a, being a big Thin Lizzy fan. Well, that Kiss you are. didn't release an album, so. No. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's. This album, I, I go back to this album over and over and over again. It's fantastic. It is. It's, it's really good. It's produced well. The, it's tight. The, the players are all great. And they, you know, it's not listed as a Thin Lizzy album, but that's really what it is. It's, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have, doesn't have Phil on it, and I think they did that out of respect for him. I wish more bands around. would. Yeah. Are we, who, are we referring to certain bands? I don't know, just like in like Motley Crue with oh. John Karabi and stuff like that. Right. You know? I don't know if we're talking about certain bands that wear makeup. Oh no, man! Oh, it's okay. it's New Year's, my resolution, and I pick on Kiss so much. They're they're oh, Hall okay. of Famers, man. I'm the one who picks on Kiss. Man. Yeah, I know. Even I, know. I love them. But, um, I catch hell for your action sometimes. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah. So this, I mean. This band is great, and I'm just they they've been touring Europe lately, and I just all I can hope for in 2014 is there's a Nashville date. That's what yes, I'm for. please, all these bands. Yeah, so there, there's a there's a ton of great songs on this album, but uh, this is the one I picked for today. This is Black Star Riders with Kiss in the Ground.
Listen to the Decibel Geek Podcast on your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, and WebOS phones with Stitcher. Stitcher's smart radio for your phone. Find it in your app store or at Stitcher.com. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. Kahuna's top album of the year. Heck yeah, you're listening to the Decibel Geek Podcast as we take a look back at the year that was, 2013. Yep. Yeah, BJ Kahuna, man, he's our writer at the website, one of our many writers. You guys gotta check it out, www.decibelgeek.com is where it's at. These guys are scouring the world, talking to people, you know, reviewing albums, doing all kinds of cool stuff, and they've got your best intentions in heart, you know, they're trying to turn you on new music and let you know what's going on out there in the rocking world that's right and uh you know bj does a great job on his articles and also on his podcast the i rock, love it the rock and or roll podcast that's that's something if you guys are fans of the decibel geek podcast and you like it when we do like the obscure stuff you will really really love rock and or roll yeah he uh he digs deep for some really cool stuff and as i mentioned that was the bronx from the bronx four that's his number one album of the year i like that and he does a whole episode on his top 10 of the year so i'll let you check that out and i'll put the link in the show notes but to give you his top five he picked wildlife the time has come to rock and roll we yeah, played something we played that. that on fresh blood that was awesome uh shy mirrors negative collector hmm. tom Kiefer, the way life goes yeah that one almost made my list and uh hey hello at number two with the self-titled album that's ginger's new project all oh, right on and the bronx at number one i like that so yeah very cool and uh so i guess you got the next pick yeah that brings me up to my uh what i consider the fourth best album of the year and it's by queens of the stone age it's the first album they came out with since Josh uh, Homme, I think is how you say it. Nobody I, can quite figure it out. I think out. it is Homme. He's my homie. Uh, but he almost died, you know. And this album's not quite as heavy as some of their previous albums, but it's emotionally heavy. Yeah. You know, it's it's a pretty deep album. And it's got some good rock tunes on there as well. Obviously, it's got stellar drumming from Dave Grohl. And they even got crazy-ass Nick Oliveri back on bass. That dude's weird. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, I got to say, Troy Van Leeuwen is probably one of the most underrated guitarists out there today. And of course, Josh Homme, I think probably one of the best songwriters of our modern rock age, you know, and that's why so many of these guys like Paul McCartney and, you know, uh, John Paul Jones, these yeah. guys all want to work with this guy. It's pretty wild. Well, and he appeals to people that are into all different types of stuff. Right. He's not just like a hard rock guy. There's people of a lot of different genres that love him. I mean, El on this album, Elton John called him and said, you know, you need a real queen on your album. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. That's a quote. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not making some, that up. I'm expecting expect emails from Glad any day now. I'm not making that up. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get onto the discussion of marriage or anything. You know, here's the crazy thing. It's not, It goes number one on the U.S. Billboard. It goes number two in Canada and the U.K. It's got two Grammy nominations, including Best Rock Album of the Year. But did it get any airplay on any radio stations anywhere? I mean, they not didn't in really, Nashville. Didn't. They really didn't play it here. I don't know if they played well, it anywhere else. But you they're know, busy playing you, Bush here, right? You know, how do you get all these nominations and Billboard accolades and all that and no radio airplay? I have no. Maybe radio is not that important anymore. Radio sucks, and we're yeah. going to get into more of that in 2014 yeah. for sure. But in the meantime, off of the latest, um, uh, it's uh, like like clockwork. This one's Queens of the Stone Age with "I Sat by the Ocean."
I love it. Queens of the Stone Age, 2013. From the album Like Clockwork, right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast, as we're looking back at the year, playing some of the stuff we think is the best music that came out. And uh, we got our writers that got their picks involved as well. I want to say before we go on that, I think I figured out what's interest, what I think is interesting about Queens of the Stone Age is they're almost... There's one of those bands where their material comes out and it doesn't fit in any era. Like you can right. hear, you can hear pieces of different. Like it's one of those things where you'll listen to that 30 years down the road and you won't know that it came out in 2013. Right? Yeah, because like, some of it sounds like got, it could be like the 70s. There's, well, there's, and there's 60s garage rock yeah. sound. There's a little bit of ELO in there. Yeah, I could even hear some David Bowie influence in that stuff. Right. So it's just it's it's an interesting mishmash of stuff that. You know the, the influences come out, you know, out and it. it's all rock. You know, and, yeah. and each song, it's it's a little different. You know, you get a little taste of everything. Right, it's it's all good. I love that band. It's very cool. So, um, let's see the Billy Hardaway, yeah, <laughs> one of our more outspoken writers. Heck yeah, good friend of the show. Also, um, he had his top five. Fun guy to hang out with. Number five, Wet W E T, which is with uh, Rise Up. Some of the guys from Eclipse are in that band. Oh right, and also um, I believe. Jeff Scott Soto sings for that group. Oh, that's cool. And uh, Laval, number four, Dear Sanity. And I uh, talked to Eddie Laval on Facebook the other day. And really? He was really appreciative of us playing uh, a track a few weeks ago. Well, and, we're uh, appreciative of album. him coming out with a great album this year. Yeah, and that's that's my next pick. But uh, also, to round out Billy's top five, number three, Magnus Carlson, Free Fall. Hmm. Number two, Queensryche with the Queensryche album, The Tateless Queensryche. Uh huh. Wow. And number one, Alter Bridge Fortress. Yeah, we played some That's of that. That was album. yeah, really good. I like yeah, that. It's good stuff. But yeah, Laval. Uh, and I figured I asked Eddie, "How do you pronounce it?" And he's like, "I get that all the time." He's like, "It's Val, like Val Kilmer." So okay. So Laval with Dear Sanity, and uh, we played something a few weeks ago from this, and I've had a number of people say, "Hey, thanks for turning me on to this album," because like this album. I talk about Queens of the Stone Age sounding where you can't really fit, figure out what era it came from. Right. Laval, you, if you didn't know this was a brand new album, you would have swore this came out in like 1989 because it totally fits right into on. that era. And that's what we like, you know. So I wanted to play something off of that. And there's a lot of good songs on this album. So this is Laval with Smoke and Mirrors.
Man, I like that. You could, you could, you could put that on the old mixtape, right, with Rat and Doc in it, and yeah. it would fit right in. It's, Maybe in the Vinnie Vincent invasion. Yeah, it's tailor made for that stuff. Yeah. It's great. Speaking of which, there's a whole nother year went by, no, no new, new music from Vinnie. No. Yeah, 2013. Maybe next year. Well, there's, t- there's talk of T-shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. Vinnie Vincent T-shirts. Yeah, we'll talk about that on the bonus track. Okay, that's cool. I'd like to learn a little more about that. Yeah. Uh, more picks from our writers. All right, my man Wally the Gator Norton up next. He's got uh, at number five Volbeat, Outlaw Gentleman, and Shady Ladies. That one's been mentioned a few times it already. Get mentioned more in the future. Um, at number four, Black Sabbath thirteen. Number three, Lita Ford, The Bitch Is Back Live, live first live album from two thousand thirteen mentioned. Yeah. Uh, number two, Killer Dwarfs. Start at one. See, he and the Meister agree with that one. Yeah. That's good. Good Canadians. They got they they have to. They're obliged to make sure the killer dwarfs make their list. Yeah. And number one from Wally is Coney Hatch with yeah. four. That's awesome, man. That I listened to that. It's album. really good. Really yeah, good. I mean, I like the old stuff, but it was uh, it was like a, a leap forward for them musically. I think. Yeah, and I yeah. think this was the first album by them I actually really checked out, and I liked it a lot, man. Yeah, I did really too. good stuff. Um, for me, last year at this time, we, we did our best 2012, and if you go back and listen to that, I think it's pretty easy to see that my most anticipated album of the coming year was Black Sabbath, 13. Right. And man, it delivered. It delivered in my book. That's my number one pick of the year is Black Sabbath. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's just an album. It proves that Tony Iommi, Geezer Butler, and Ozzy still got it, and they do. You know, it goes number one in the U.S. and U.K., I mean, it's all good. The whole album is just amazing, and it reminds me of classic Black Sabbath. Like, it it picked up somewhere around Paranoid. You know, Mm -hmm. this fits in there with that. You know, Volume 4 in there, those kind of songs. Of course, the only thing missing is, uh, of course, Bill Bill Ward. Ward, You know, but Brad Wilk, he plays a good impersonation of Bill Ward on this. You know, the only complaint about this one is, you know, the the conversation reminds me of talking to Michael Wagner and uh, Toby Wright about the block, the wall of sound, right. you know, the wall of brick noise. Wall. Yeah, yeah, the brick wall. And that's you on know, this one, too. Yeah. And it's Rick Rubin's producing, you know, which yeah. you would think it wouldn't be that way with Rick Rubin. But, no, he does it a lot. He did you know, it with Metallica, too, would, on Death Magnetic, Right, you so, know, yeah. so I don't know why he does that. But yeah. other than that, the songs are there. Yeah. You know, and there's so many good ones I could could have chose off. The Amazing riffs and yeah. killer solos on it too. And Ozzy's right on the money and mm-hmm. Geezer, he's always awesome. Yeah. Always. These guys, they still got it. Um, I could have picked any song off here, but they're all so damn long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Eight minutes at a time. So I stuck with a shorter one by Black Sabbath Standard. So off of thirteen, enjoy. This is Live Forever.
podcast that goes to 11. These go to 11. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. Got a question, comment, request, or legal threat? Call us on our voicemail hotline at 540-BB-GEEK-1. That's 540-324-3351. You're listening to the Decibel Geek Podcast. Today we take a look back at 2013 and what a great year it was for music. Um, we're getting into our picks, our top fives, the writers at our website. They've got a, such a great opinion of music. You know, We wanted to include them as well. That one right there, uh, Fate's Warning. They had a new one this year, and that was our writer Derek Novak's number one pick. Yeah, that was his number one, and I hadn't even checked that out until I just was doing the research from what he had picked, and I was like, wow, that's really good. I'm going to have to pick that up. It's amazing looking at these lists, and we'll get to the rest of Derek's here in a second, but, you know, we, we're privy to the list. You know, we've got a few more picks coming up and stuff, but there were some bands that came out with music in 2013 that I was surprised that didn't make any of our lists, and yeah. bands, you know, included in that would be uh, Guar. Nobody mentioned Guar. They came out with Battle Maximus. That one, it's heavy. It's not as fun as most Guar albums, but yeah. Guar's had a rough year, so we'll let them slide on that one. Um, Clutch came out with new music this year. No one yeah, mentioned that. I thought that was pretty that good. Was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Monster Magnet came out with Last Patrol, and oh. you know that's been kind of unanimous that you know it. around here and same here. I'm a huge Monster Magnet fan. I was super stoked when it was announced that it came out, and just not what I was that hoping was a for. You know. Um, bon Jovi, no, no mention of Bon oh, Jovi. Don't even get me started on that one. Corn, <laughs> um, Corn came out with yeah. new music. No one mentioned them. Uh, Pearl Jam. Yeah, you got that. I album. picked that CD out, but it, it's pretty good. It's yeah. okay. You know, it didn't make my top five. Uh, Rob Zombie came out with new music this year. I thought that one was okay. Um, one that I liked that almost made my list was Suicidal Tendencies. I'm surprised nobody mentioned that one. Yeah. So, disappointments of 2013. You make the call. Yeah, the the suicidal one I was into for about a week, and then it just kind of burned me out. I, I just, dug it. I thought it was pretty good. But you're a bigger fan of them than me. Um, the rest of Derek Novak's picks, nobody mentioned this one yet. Megadeth, Super Collider. Yeah. I thought that was pretty I good. yeah. Um, coming in, he also has uh, number four, Skid Row's United World Rebellion. That was an EP. It's uh, part one of what, you know, I guess a couple of EPs that'll go together to eventually make a full-on album. Was that a I Michael think? Wagoner project? Was I that, don't he think did so. The one before it. Yeah, the one before okay. he did. Um, that's not bad. The songs on there, the heavy ones are good. Of course, no Sebastian Bach on there. It's yeah. Johnny Solinger, but right. you know, support Skid Row. They're still coming out with good music. At number three, here's one that was overlooked, and I got to check this one out. I haven't even had a chance too. to listen to it yet. It's a band I love called Airborne. Mm -hmm. They came out with Black Dog Barking. Um, number two, Derek's got Burning Rain, Epic Obsession. Yeah, that's. Uh, Doug Aldrich's band. All oh, right, on yeah, and of good. course, as we mentioned, at number one for him, Fate's Warning. Yeah, and I, I want to mention um, one album that also it, it wasn't like a commercially released album, but it's near and dear to us. Was Mitch LaFon's Kiss tribute album? Yeah, that was definitely. We, I thought we were going to so, talk about our honorable mentions a little well, bit later we, on, but that was yeah, definitely. I do want to give it some props. That's my number one honorable. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that you know that was that, and um, I'm going to go into my next pick and. This is a band that I've grown to love a lot over the last couple of years. Yeah, and um, the, the Volbeat 
uh, released Outlaw Gentlemen and Shady Ladies this year. And, um, you know, some people think it's, and one of, Loose Cannon actually mentioned, you know, he th- he loves that, he thinks this is the, the best album he's heard from them. I tend to like Guitar Gangsters and Cadillac Blood a little bit better. It's a little bit more rocking, but uh, this one has great melodies and hooks, hooks galore. Yeah, sure does. And, I like know, that. The thing I love about Airborne is you can, you'll can hear heavy stuff and melodic stuff all within the same song, and that's what you makes mean them Volbeat? great. Yeah. I call them Volbeat. <laughs> I live in Tennessee where the volunteer state, so I can't say Vol. I have right. to say Vol. I got you. Although they're from Denmark. I'm sure they say Vol, but uh, I'm not sure. But I had to pick a song off this album because I love, I love Volbeat. <laughs> So this is Volby with Dead But Rising.
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. You hear a bit of Metallica influence in that? Oh, yeah. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Uh, they're, they're good guys. And uh, actually, just this past year, added Rob Caggiano to the band, former uh, Anthrax lead guitar right. player. Heck so, yeah. Uh, he added some really tasty solos on that album. Heck yeah. Good stuff. Uh, more picks from 2013 from our writers. We uh, heard from Cynthia Johnson. She writes some cool stuff for the website as well. Um, she picked Motorhead, Aftershock, Striper, No More Hell to Pay. Those two are pretty somewhat, popular. Yeah, pretty popular around here. Um, let's see, Black Label Society, Unblackened. That one, yeah, that's. I heard a couple of the new tracks off of that, and it's yeah. it's pretty cool. Oh, by the way, since we're on the subject of Black Label. Some people may not know that listened to the Christmas episode last week. The intro music of the first Noel, that was Zach Wilde. Yeah, that was Zach Wilde playing that. Pretty wild. I like that. <laughs> uh, Five Finger Death Punch, Wrong Side of Heaven, and The Righteous Side of Hell. And she also rounds off her picks with Seven Dust, Black Out the Sun. New music from Seven Dust in yeah. 2013. Good stuff. Um, let's see. I guess that brings me up to my next pick. It's going to be my final one, and this was actually my number five. Um, I picked Wednesday 13, man. This was tough because when it came down to my final pick, there was a couple of them really vying for that spot. You know, right. and I talked about trouble. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to pick one off of there. I wanted, I liked one off suicidal tendencies. I mean, there was a bunch, but, uh, in the end I went with Wednesday 13 cause I just, I like Wednesday 13, you know, the guitars on this one, uh, Roman Sermon and Jack Tankersley awesome guitars on it you know it's your classic wednesday 13 horror rock but it's all the, it's all riff heavy you know it, it's all really good um on this one there's a song called fuck you that's rumored to be dedicated to joey jordison really yeah oh, wow. <laughs> so it's it's a fun album so that, so. i guess that's it for that murder doll yeah right? no no more no more murder <laughs> dolls that's done um so here give you a taste of it off of uh 2013's the dixie dead it's wednesday 13 with ghost stories
the decibel geek army you slimy scumbag get on your face and give me 25 join us on our fan page at facebook.com slash decibel geek proving to the world that nashville is about more than banjo picking and sister banging this is the decibel geek podcast back from the final stretch of the decibel geek podcast as we're rounding out the year of 2013 man we just got to thank everybody that came along with us for the ride this last year we've had so much fun and our writers you know that one right there it's Queensryche uh with redemption that's picked by kate campbell that's her number one pick um kate also liked at uh number three she picked five finger death punch also the chicks man they like, they like the, the heavy finger. stuff yeah, yeah. And oh, uh, the chicks like the five finger. That was not a. Not uh, a <laughs> Sorry, Kate. Dang, <laughs> man. 
Some things never change all year long. Uh, Number two, she picked Alter Bridge, and that was mentioned earlier. Another popular one here in the Decibel Geek world. And, you know, great picks there from Kate. Yeah, well, Queens are like number one for obvious reasons. She got to go out and see them and meet them in person. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. You know, it's kind of, it's occurred to me by doing this that it's the second time that that Queensryche album's been mentioned. Jeff Tate, zero. Yeah, and I went and saw Jeff Tate in concert earlier yeah. this year too. Me and Billy went and saw him. That's and, right. And, and live they weren't bad. The album was okay. It just it wasn't I didn't wasn't good enough to make my top five. Yeah, obviously the uh, the other Queensrÿche is a little more popular. Yeah, as evidence was proved in the uh, Jeff Tate audience that we were in. Right, not a lot of us there. So did you get a chance to look at any uh, listener picks? Yeah, I did. I put out the call for some some interesting ones. Uh, See, Jeff Hoagland from Georgia had Spock's Beard at number five with Brief Nocturnes and Dreamless Sleep. Alter Bridge at number four. Yeah. Seventh Key, I Will Survive at number three. Jason Isbell with Southeastern at number two. And one that we, that this is, should have been in the disappointments that we, neither of us mentioned at all this time was the Winery Dogs album. That's right. I was going to, I was going to mention that. Well, here's, well, here's my honorable mentions. Oh, okay. And since you won't let me just get to it on my own <laughs> time. Um, like you said earlier, you got to mention a world with heroes, the, yeah, the Mitch Lafon project, yeah. you know, and when I first heard about it, I thought, man, that's, that's probably going to be pretty cool. And then when it came out and I got it, man, I was blown away by it. You know, yeah. it was it, it far exce- exceeded the expectations I had for it. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what my expectations were. I just figured it was going to be cool, but man, I didn't know it was going to be that cool. Right. You know, and so, and then on top of it being for a great cause and our good friend of the show, Mitch Lafon, you know, his involvement in it and putting it all together kudos to him once again for a fantastic job in 2013 putting that together it's a cohesive sounding thing too because which is hard to pull off with as many people that appear on it you know and the songs the songs that were chosen for it were great because they're not a lot of a lot of that album aren't songs that a lot of bands would normally cover by kiss you know and so like la guns you know doing a song off of carnival of souls that's amazing to me you know so cool yeah definitely you know and that's just the tip of the iceberg with that one um like you said winery dogs that was another one i thought was great that almost made my list the black spiders we played them earlier uh jizzy pearl came out with that love hate ep i liked that um sister sin came out with an album i liked we talked about king cobra at the beginning of the show you know that was cool and uh this one was really close for me too. It was the Pretty Maids Motherland CD. Yeah. I liked that one a lot. Yeah, you know, some, so that was a close call. Yeah, some of them you mentioned, like Pretty Maids, was on my list. Um, King Cobra almost yeah. made my list because that's a really good album. It really is. It did not get nearly enough attention. I love it, that it song, good. The Ballad of Johnny Rod. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really well put together. And then uh, some of the other ones I had. Um, the Deep Purple album now. Yeah, what Bob Ezrin produced was is really. I good. thought that was pretty good too. Um, the Winery Dogs was almost close to making my list. Um, it's Tom Kiefer. Yeah. That was very close to making my list because that, that one, and that was one when, when it came out, we weren't quite sure what to expect because it was, it's definitely not a Cinderella album. No. But it's one of those, as I kept listening to it, I grew to appreciate it just for the songwriting craft that it right. had. You know, it's a really well-made album. Of course, it would have to be as many years as it took to get it out. You right. Know, it, was a, it was a long time coming. But it was a good album. Um, some of the other ones that the listeners had uh, suggested, Brad Kalmanson from New Jersey. Brad, sometimes I don't. Brad, I, I'm glad that you have an appreciation for the stuff we play, but his top five is nothing like stuff we typically would play. He's yeah. got Arion, Amon, Amarth, Stradivarius, and Halloween 
which actually Halloween, that album is really good. I yeah. did check it out. And I like Arian. Yeah. That's a, that's a good band. Um, and then Saxon, Sacrifice. I almost, that one almost he's, made my list too. He, he's a, he likes the heavy uh, stuff. Yeah, he's an Anglo rocker. He's more of a, of a metal guy. And he said the most overrated album of 2013 was the Ghost album that came out. You know, Ghost is the big talk of everybody on the internet these days. Really? Because they're kind of like the shock rocker thing, but it's like this whole satanic priest thing that uh, that's on stage. And I don't know. I, I mean, it's okay, but the music really doesn't wow me. Um, his most underrated album of 2013, we didn't mention this either, was the Newstead album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that came out early in the year, yeah. real early. I almost forgot that one. And yeah, then um, that was good. to some other uh, listeners' picks, with Thomas Mukaji uh, picked Vol- Volbeat. Let me try to get it right. <laughs> Deep Purple. He picked both Queensryche albums. Yeah, um, And okay, also cool. uh, the new Dream Theater album. Oh, yeah, that's you know? right. And then also, as we mentioned earlier in the show, well, the one that, the ultimate one that got left off my top five, mostly because, and I mostly did because I've played a number of tracks off of it already this year, was the Michael Monroe Horns and Halos album. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's gotten a lot of play on the show as it is, but it's a great album. Heck yeah, it is. So, yeah. So, Otherwise, um, we wouldn't play it all the time. Yeah, but thank you guys <laughs> for the ones that you, uh, that, that responded. Also, another one, Monster Truck Furiosity. Oh, yeah. You remember we played that earlier? Right, and I was thinking of uh, the, the Screaming Eagles and Scorpion Child and yeah. from the Fresh Both Blood excellent. and uh, even the 210 to Lowell. You know, I talked to uh, the Doctor of Evil just the other day, and he's got some CDs on his way here so that we can give them away to some listeners because they got a big bump in their Facebook likeage. On really? The, on the official 210 to Lowell after the uh, Fresh Blood episode. So we do have an effect. We do. Kingmakers. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. <laughs> so one more to play on the way out. Yeah, that's it. Uh, 2013, one last thing to mention. I think uh, we lost some cool people. Uh, legendary Ray Manzarek of The Doors. Yeah. Um, Clive Burr from Iron Maiden drummer passed away in 2013. Uh, Jeff Hanneman from Slayer. Man, what a shock that was, yeah. you know, and sad. And, uh, of course... <laughs> Awesome friend of the show, Jan Kuhneman. Yeah, that one Vixen, hit close to home. You know, really cl- hit close to home because we had a chance to talk to her. And, you know, just so cool and so awesome. And yeah. I was so sad to hear when she passed away. Yeah, because we didn't even know she was ill. Right. You know, we just assumed things were business as usual. Yeah. Because they kept it covered well. Which, yeah, she know, never let on at all. No. You know, so and, um, that was... It was nice to hear, though, that, that she had patched things up with the girls from the original band. So. Right. I was happy to hear that at least, but uh, yeah, well, that was that one hit close to home. It was sad to it was the first time I've played an episode going of it, basically an in memory of episode, which right. we hadn't done before. And hopefully, so. we don't have to do yeah, it again. Yeah, let's let's wait a little while, guys. Stay alive. So yeah, you know, in memory, gone in 2013, but never forgotten. Yeah, and uh, so we got a we got a lot planned in 2014. We're, Heck not, yeah. we're not going anywhere. Oh man, we're coming out strong. We got a few. We're coming uh, out shooting in 2000. We got some really cool interviews coming yeah. uh, in the few, in the next few weeks. Well, next week and and the two weeks after yeah. it, the two weeks after will be a two parter. Oh man, with a. Uh, Somebody with some amazing Kiss stories that lives in Tennessee. I'll right. Say yeah, it was very cool. Um, so, yeah, but I'm going to play uh, on the way out this, and this has been played on the show before, but the reason I'm playing this is because of you guys, the listeners. I played this song a few months back. I think it was on a Radio Suck show. And yeah. it got this song got more response from listeners than any song we played all year long. I love it. This CD was number one on my Christmas list, yeah. and the wife had to send away for it. But I got. I it. had so many people sending messages. Thank you for turning me on to this song. I'm going to Amazon and buying the album. Yeah. Don't forget to go to Amazon through the Decibel Geek website right. and purchase this stuff. Support your artists and us. Yeah. So Same on time. the on the way out, get from, a T-shirt uh, while you're there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. From Sweden. This is Hardcore Superstar with Above the Law. We'll see you next week. See you next year. year.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 